welcome to episode 27 of the podcast. Welcome back, Focarinos. Thank you for tuning in to another week of the podcast. I am looking forward to this one because I'm going to say one word, and that's TikTok. And we already know the faces that you're pulling. You're probably sat there like, oh, no, not TikTok. But in this week's episode, we're going to be talking about is TikTok useful for growing your brand online for a streamer, for a YouTuber, whatever you're doing, is TikTok useful? Find out all that and more, guys. Coming right up. You are listening to the Content Experience Podcast. The podcast for those wanting to learn more about all aspects of content creation and streaming. Each week we sit down with some of your favourite streamers to get to know the story behind the stream and what advice they would give to help build your dream career in content creation. All this with your host, taco lover, sci-fi geek and award-winning tap dancer, the Mike James. And welcome everybody, this is episode 27 I believe of the podcast so I would like to pass the baton over to our wonderful wonderful guest today why don't you go ahead and introduce yourself hello my name's up on twitch and just pretty much every social media um I am a filmmaker at school I'm actually a student filmmaker um, I'm, I haven't even gotten real classes yet I'm in like uh, you know college prerequisite point of my life and TikTok is very interesting and in how it plays the role in content creation for me nowadays. And um, I'm, I've been like, I don't know. It's like, what's fun is that I pretend I'm doing little filmmaking things, you know, just playing around with the camera angles and stuff. So that's just like, that's all about me, um, what you need to know about. And I do Twitch streaming as a hobby, as an affiliate. Um, and, you know, and then I'm just trying to see like what I can do because I, I don't have any experience necessarily with with uh, TikTok, like you know, where how to move forward, momentum on, on social. So I'm at a very point of my life, and I'm not sure how to move forward. But you know, I have a lot to say today on TikTok because it's very <laughs> interesting. I have I have been diving. Not only have I put out like content, I dive into the community and I see what people are doing, how things are like um and it's it's honestly really wholesome and beautiful and i i really do like them over there so be i i don't want to talk about it just yet because i want to talk about it because i know that you've got so much to talk about it but just to put it into perspective for anybody listening what is your most your most successful tiktok video today how many likes has it got how many views has it got so that it's crazy because this answer changes a lot because I don't know what's going to be a viral video until I make it. And at this point of the recording of the podcast, it's a one where I was pretending to be like, it was like posing as people. And so I posed as Ninja. I posed as Summit 1G, TSM Myth, um, you know, well-known streamers. And that absolutely blew up because it was perfect timing with Fortnite like you know fortnite's partnership with tiktok i was like that timing was incredible <laughs> I, I, that that's like two hundred thousand views as we speak and it's scary because on my phone now and it's maxed out on like notifications i'm like whoa <laughs> it's crazy 
But no, the, the reason why I wanted to ask you that question is because, obviously, when people listen back to this episode in the future, and, you know, when you're, like, a super successful millionaire content creator and I have you back on the show, it'd be nice to look back in, like, in like a year and just be like, oh, yeah, well, I, I knew Snowstop before he was cool, <laughs> before, he was, <laughs> before he was famous. Yeah. <laughs> it was funny because I put I, I I I don't know what to do on YouTube as a TikTok creator. Like YouTube and TikTok is very different video content. So what I did as a fun thing, I put a time capsule. Like I talked to myself in the future. Like if this TikTok thing works, I'm talking to myself in the future, and it'll be like a live stream and interesting. You know, like if you've seen Gary V, like mm -hmm. he'll like have a ten year. 10 years ago of him talking about something and then nowadays in 2020 he's talking about it. so i was like i'll try that let's see if like mm. i could make something really cool out of it so yeah that's that's kind of like the whole reason why i love doing podcasts and things because i can sort of a bit like gary v actually but i don't want to sound as if i'm just saying oh yeah i'm just a copy of gary v but like predictions and things like i made the prediction that i i truly believe that mixer is going to become the the battleground for esports um live streams i really think that fortnite and call of duty and things are really going to push their content on mixer and then twitch is going to sort of go back to its roots a bit and become another like just in tv sort of like you know talk show based um format so i've said this a few times so it's going to be nice to sort of look back at it in like you know two or three years time if that prediction does or doesn't come true and then i can say well look this is where i predicted it anyway but yeah moving on because it's yeah. not about me and my predictions because i'm not a i'm not a uh, a seer or anything i'm just a you know <laughs> a dude with a beard on the internet doing talk shows and things so <laughs> yeah <laughs> so i, I want to talk about like you like basically how we do this is that is we talk about people before they get into content creation so i want to i want to ask you like how you discovered twitch and how you got into twitch oh i love no one's ever asked me this i love this question okay so from as far i um i'm 21 so when i discovered twitch i was in middle school and uh my first exposure to Twitch um, was obviously through YouTube. My friend was showing me a YouTube video of a guy of he typed in the YouTube search bar Gears of War 3 Gold Glove. I was like, there's a gold glove in Gears of War? <laughs> but it turned out there's a creator named Gold Glove um, that was absolutely popping on Gears of War. And I wanted to watch him more. And there was this thing called Twitch. And that's that's what I vaguely remember. I was sitting on a bus with my friend learning who Gold Glove was. And to this day, I wish I was wearing his merch. <laughs> that would have been funny. <laughs> but um, to this day, I still look up, look up to that streamer because it's like he's such a wholesome guy. And that's how I got into Twitch. But as a viewer, I've been a Twitch viewer for so long. And um, that's just pretty much... Uh, how before i was a content creator just like watching twitch watching i was mostly a youtube kid where i would see the editing you know the edited mm -hmm. videos of gaming creators like uh fighting cursing <laughs> and that was like it was just like really like toxic comedy was really funny to me when i was 15 and 16 years old or however how whatever my age was and um i've really really changed and evolved because streaming and content creation absolutely you change as a person when you're doing this mm. and because i'm i'm really young so of course i'm gonna change too you know yeah um i mean i have a i i actually have a very similar path like i 
I actually made this Twitch account that we're on now in like 2012. And then I was a viewer for like a few years of just like the, the random stream here and there. Then became a moderator for some full-time streamers. And then I actually started up streaming myself like just over a year ago. So um, it sounds like we have very similar paths. But what was your first experience with Twitch? Like when you first went live on Twitch? Because obviously TikTok wasn't around back then. So what was your first streams like? Um, well, as just a little fun fact about me before the Twitch thing, I was a YouTube streamer before Twitch. So to really, truly answer the journey of my streaming was I had a PlayStation and I could go live. I was like, ah, Twitch has too many people. Let me try YouTube. <laughs> my little young <laughs> me was like, oh, YouTube's easier. <laughs> I was like, I was like, cause I'm, I, I live streamed my, my Call of Duty gameplay. And then I started like, okay, let me take that. Call of Duty footage and put it into Windows Movie Maker and make a little terrible YouTube video. And then I was <laughs> like, okay, if I'm making little YouTube videos that nobody knows about, let me live stream on YouTube. <laughs> I was like, <laughs> like, I don't know, to, to get myself out there. And then after that, like, and then how I got started on Twitch, um, my best friend was like, uh, you should start Twitch if you're streaming. <laughs> like, you know, he, he just had that real conversation. I was like, okay. <laughs> and I went to Twitch and, and then... Uh, it was right before Fortnite blew up and I liked Fortnite as a game anyway. So that was the start of my journey with Twitch and uh, it's been really fun and enjoyable. Yeah, I mean, I love that you started on YouTube and then sort of made the switch over to Twitch. I, I, <laughs> it made me laugh and I'm sure it makes you laugh now looking back on it that you said, oh, well, I'll stream on YouTube because it's got less people um <laughs> yeah less, YouTube... i was like less streaming less people streaming i don't know but youtube is like one of the biggest um it's like one of the biggest search engines in the world versus twitch um and then you're like yeah youtube's a smaller platform but i mean you probably had a point streaming wise it probably did have less live streamers at the time but <laughs> yeah, yeah maybe that's <laughs> that's definitely picking up now though especially with um like, was it Valkyrie? I think that just announced that she was moving to YouTube as a streamer. So um, it looks like all the platforms are contenders now. Um, so let's start talking about the, the sort of meat and potatoes. Don't worry, we are going to come back to your journey and things. But I do want to talk about TikTok. And I want to, I wanna, do you know what? I'm going to start with the opening, with like the, the punchline. I know it sounds weird to do that, but I'm going to ask you the question. Is TikTok worth it? Is TikTok worth it? Now, as a follower of Gary V, self-awareness is what you need, okay? Because I'm not going to yell at you and be like, hey, get on TikTok if you've like never like had video creation experience because it's going to be really confusing. And um, is it worth it? That's, a, that's such a hard question to ask. <laughs> but if you're like, if, um, if you want to get started with making videos, let's say you like I've grown up wanting to make skits and I'm just like, like, that's cool. I want to make comedy. Like, all right, cool. Go do that. <laughs> like comedy started blowing up on TikTok, and not just dancing videos. Um, and it's like, it was, I was like, okay, I want to be funny too, <laughs> you know? <laughs> and TikTok's like content is expanding fashion, fitness, every single thing, animation. Like it's, it's absolutely incredible. I think, Yes, for artists, 100%. If you're an artist, TikTok will love you. If you're a medical doctor, people will love you. If you're good at showing your personality, people will love you. So 
that's how you can find your answer on that. Yeah, obviously I started with the hardest question because now we're going to really break it down so that anybody listening to this can sort of start asking themselves questions like, should, you know, should I start TikTok? And hopefully with the conversation that we're about to have, or the many conversations we're about to have, hopefully they'll be able to answer that for themselves. So obviously I asked you if it's worth it and you beautifully put it that it's such a hard question because it just depends on you as a person, on your audience and what you want to achieve. Um, so let's let's break this down a little bit more and talk about, I think, what, what the most, not one of, yeah, I'll say it's one of the most important factors of TikTok would probably be your personality because it's it's funny to me because I, when you said that TikTok is kind of like that platform which is you know good for if you can let your personality shine and it's not just dancing videos it's funny because up until recently whenever you opened uh tiktok all it was was like dancing videos it was like sarah at home who said oh mom dad i really want to recreate this dance will you help me recreate this dance uh, and can I film it and put it on the internet? And then it would be this like quirky family doing this quirky dance and then they'd put it on TikTok and it'd get like 10,000 likes. So how is TikTok different now than it was, say, like four or five months ago? Um, Content is definitely expanding because just like Instagram, it was like, oh, this is only for photographers. Facebook, oh, this is only for college students. So all of these like apps are having their own little starting and like how they evolve like depends. And it's really cool. I love how TikTok evolved because it's like, oh, there's just kids enjoying themselves. And the most famous people actually want to be dancers. Like dancing is cool to them. And that's why like they're top creators and just like, that's what they love. Um, and uh, it's just, it, <laughs> it's just like a wild question on it. Um, I already forgot the question because <laughs> I was rambling on. From your perspective, how is di how is TikTok? I was about to say Discord. Then how is TikTok different now as somebody that's creating content for it different than what it was say six months ago? So I want to. Yeah, I'm glad. Thank you. Um, because Twitch, if you try to be a streamer on Twitch, it, that's <laughs> that the chances <laughs> of that astronomically low if you try to be a tiktok dancer that's astronomically low of chances you have to evolve with the industry and what's the new attention what's the new thing on um these platforms so that's it's like that's how content like we as creators cannot copy what the people are doing at the top because they're making it they have their own strategy people at the bottom have to find something else like youtubers tiktok creators um instagram like i mean it's it's different for each platform yeah and i it might have been one of your tweets actually it might not have been so correct me if i'm wrong but i feel like i read somewhere that the current trend on tiktok is they are favoring videos that are using the the like the soundtracks the pre the pre-recorded like soundtracks that are already on the platform that are like that are trending so if that soundtrack is trending if you use it in your video, then TikTok will prioritize that video um, to try and get it in front of more people. I'm not sure how true that is. Um, I just read it the other day and I thought I'd bring that up. <laughs> yeah, I did tweet something like exactly like that. <laughs> it probably <laughs> was your funny. tweet. <laughs> it was because that's what me and other creators were noticing. Like, it's like me and another streamer, Mike Oofs, like we'll analyze it we'll like, huh? 
Like this is interesting. And what I notice is my for my for you page, my recommendations is all comedy. My friend came over or like I was visiting a friend. His for you page on TikTok is random. Like it's like what? Mm -hmm. So it's it's just crazy on how that on how different it is. Yeah, my my for you page, obviously I don't use the app um far too often. And this is why I think this podcast is why I was looking forward to it so much because at the end of this podcast, along with anybody listening to it that might be unsure, I am also looking for certain answers to the questions that I have to see if it's worth it for me. So this is kind of personal as well as it is educational for everybody else. So um and like you, I've completely forgot where my train of thought was going. <laughs> yeah, uh, I, thought, I thought that was just me. I, the, um, every time I'm interviewed, I just forget what the question was. Like, did I answer the question? <laughs> like, I don't know. I was, setting my, I was setting myself up for another question there. And then as I was talking, I was like, yeah, this isn't going how it's going. So I was like, okay, I'm out of questions now. Okay, that's it. You've listened to the podcast. Thank you for listening. No, I'm joking. <laughs> um, so, I mean... Obviously, what what I quite like about what you said, it, just going back a bit, is you just wanted to film skits. Now, me and you were very similar because I'm sure you already know this, but I also did um, a degree in TV and film production. So I also like picking up the camera, but I, I like picking up the camera to do factual things. So if I was coming to you and asking you how I could do that sort of content on TikTok, what would your advice be for for somebody in that position? In your position, you can stand out with a nice camera, but you're gonna overwork yourself with a nice camera if you like brought that to TikTok. Like it would take you too long to do that, that you're gonna get left behind because the TikTok opportunity window, the organic growth is closing every day. Celebrities are joining um youtubers are joining the people that are already at the top are joining so this organic gr growth will close one day and we'll have to start paying or we'll have to do something or you have to already have an influence kind of like instagram like it completely mm -hmm. closed now you don't just magically get found there's a new strategy and how and like you know youtube super a huge beast on video content yeah like to get discoverable on youtube what <laughs> that's so tough yeah, and I know that you um, talked about, you know, that, that sort of window of opportunity, but isn't the For You page designed to always be a way to get fresh content um, onto a timeline? Or is there a way to manipulate the For You page and get your content on there? You can manipulate it. It's exactly like you recommend it's the closest comparison. Like if I opened up a public computer, YouTube and Mr. Beast or, you know, the top creators and like, that's what TikTok does. You're new to TikTok. Let's give you the best of the best content. Now I've niched down. My mind has recognized I'm a comedy creator. So it's comedy, 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 comedy. Mm -hmm. And other and most people will be like, oh, I like this cosplayer. Oh, I like this. So they get a little bit different. TikTok will figure out who you are and recommend videos to you. And that's incredible for me because the culture of TikTok um, is like, oh, this is funny. Now everyone does it. Do it. <laughs> like, it's just <laughs> weird. It's welcoming to copy someone, but not directly. Do not copy direct the ideas, of course. Mm. Like, then you're just you're just being lazy. Put a twist to the idea. Like, Make it a comedic twist, something that you don't expect at the end, and people love it. And then people 
when you post something on TikTok, if it's good, people will cheer for you, be like, get on the for you page, for you page. People like start, it's great. <laughs> I love it. They're really hyped and it's it's beautiful. So let's talk about the the dark side of TikTok. Like let's talk about some of the negatives um real quick because it's it's popped into my head and this brings me back to something I said before I just started talking about um before we just started the interview and obviously TikTok has quite a big um audience for you know the audience is young like the majority of the audience on TikTok is quite young so do you face a lot of backlash on TikTok as a creator do you get a lot of negative comments or is it just about the same as twitch or is it worse than twitch like how is it like for those people like me that might be a little bit more self-conscious maybe not as as good a you know feeling uh, like protecting themselves from hurtful comments what's it like so as i'm at a point where in my content everybody loves the content but that but every creator who like makes it somewhere you enter a new level of you start getting haters i'm not mm-hmm. at the i get some haters here and there like oh you're cringe oh cool i don't care <laughs> <laughs> like like okay like that's not really i i'm not getting oh that are they're not selling <laughs> like okay thanks but <laughs> like because... an extra comment like thanks thanks you just boosted the algorithm for me for trying to like leave a little <laughs> it's the like I think um like TikTok they're it's young kids and they're just like really nice. <laughs> they're so nice. Like if someone is getting on TikTok, people will be like, "Aw, for you page, for you page." <laughs> like if something's cute, they will chant for you. Um but then if if the video is terrible, they won't bring you down. They'll just ignore you. Because <laughs> it's such short, short video content, they'll just swipe swipe they're just ignored and you know that's how you have to live with it but that's for me right now this answer will change as if i start getting haters but at the time of this (laughs) recording of the podcast no i'm not really i'm lucky if i get a hater because that means the content did really well (laughs) no but that's fantastic though because i know like it's going to be different for everybody but that will give some people a peace of mind if they're sat there and thinking, oh, I really want to, I really want to start TikTok, but I'm worried about what people might say or what people might think. So it's, it seems like you can build up quite a lot of support um, for TikToks uh, for your tick. Do people call them ticks or talks? Like, is there an abbreviated word yet, or do we just no? Do we just have to keep going? No, TikToks? it's just TikToks. Yeah, t- <laughs> videos on TikTok are TikToks, and the creators on there, like, you're a verified creator, so I, I think technically you're a tiktok creator some people say tiktoker i don't like how that sounds so tiktok creator sounds more (laughs) professional but for me i think it's funnier to be like we're independent iphone filmmakers (laughs) some of us have like that's not but that's too much so tiktok creator is fine i just i i I feel like tiktoker is kind of like like i picture somebody in like a a, like a baseball cap and like a lumberjack outfit with an axe on the shoulder and they're sat there and they're sort of like, I'm a TikToker. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it does that just, just doesn't work. It's a yeah. memorable word, which is really good for the branding of TikTok. But I don't know, just call us TikTok creators. That's I think that's a little like more acceptable. <laughs> or just we we're we're okay with that. Awesome. Um, but yeah, like how well, how is TikTok in comparison to your streams? Because surely TikTok takes up a lot of time. Like, 
do you see yourself sort of focusing as like a a tick like calling yourself like a tiktok creator who streams or is tiktok for you just a means of drawing attention to the live stream it's drawing attention to the live stream i'm getting followers offline and that's that's really the goal because every creator or every streamer we like as a twitch affiliate i'm affiliate and like we struggle on discoverability we don't know how to get discovered like there's not many twitch affiliates out there that know how to make a video that goes out there and gets itself views so it's like i'm trying to take gary v's advice on like you need to quadruple down on it so i've reduced to one day a week streaming because i've noticed a trend on streams where like old stream not old streamers but the streamers who already made it they have to stream a lot and the lower you are on twitch stream less for discoverability and i'm taking the risk of one day a week streaming as a hobby because i'm happy doing that and um to keep up with the trends are just oh these tiktok are irrelevant to me so today is like a day off which is kind of funny on how i operate now it's how it's completely changed and um it's i guess like i'm trying to build personal brand but the app is so young it's a tough question to roll with or you know tough thing to roll with in general yeah uh you cut out uh about 30 seconds ago a little bit um oh. but i think i think we can get the general gist of uh <laughs> of what you're trying to say um so obviously that brings me on to the sort of next question that I want to ask is how many followers do you think you get from TikTok? I won't ask for like an average or like a weekly average. I just want to ask how many people do you manage to get from TikTok over to your streams? So my niche is streamers, which is absolutely weird and how ironic that is that I tried that and it worked. <laughs> like my <laughs> niche is like targeting streamers and it's like, I'm like, it's, it's like, um, it's probably working for me a lot better. Cause I'm targeting a niche that are already on Twitch, which is like, <laughs> and it worked and it was really good for me. Um, it started really slow with a few people, but it's quickly ramping up as like Ninja and Tim, the tap man, I heard opened a TikTok, So that's way more Twitch people moving into the app. And I'm if a kid who's loving Ninja is swiping it, they might come across my content because I do hashtag gaming, hashtag, you know, mm -hmm. I try to stay within that and see if I can drag that attention. Because for a while now, I capped at my attention because it's like, oh, streamer comedy. Streamers don't like TikTok right now. Then Ninja, Tim the Tapman, and Fortnite all combined. Like Fortnite partnered with them. And I was like, oh, like that was absolutely now now is a really good time for me to quadruple down with my niche because there's incredible amounts of attention with people wanting to see Fortnite dances but then they happen to see me making streamer comedy yeah i mean that's <laughs> that is like business 101 you know trying to squeeze your um niche into the mainstream and just getting it seen by as many people as possible I am going to take a question from the Twitch chat, actually, which I don't normally do, but I would like to ask, you know, just how many followers do you actually get offline every day? Oh, um, okay. So it's like, this is a niche that's barely there. And it's like, you know, most streamers or yeah, most people of Twitch, 
they know TikTok because of YouTube compilations. And like, they're, this is the cringiest thing ever. So I only get the attention of the young streamers, like the, the ones that are struggling and that are just playing Fortnite, whatever. They're not learning how to stream. They're just streaming to stream. Um, so it's not as high as you think it's out there, but it's, I haven't really checked. I'm just moving with content. And I mm -hmm. did take a peep and this month was 60 followers offline. And I was like, oh, <laughs> that's pretty good. And nation comedy and put it on Twitter. And they're from both Twitter and TikTok. So I've, mm -hmm. I'm repurposing content and it's working somehow. And I'm like, okay, cool. It's, it's a crazy world I'm living in. <laughs> yeah, obviously the purpose of that question, um, just for the people that are listening, was I just wanted to kind of convey the point across of you know how many how many followers you get offline because obviously some people might not be getting any followers when they're offline and what i really want to do is just highlight the importance for everybody listening um how important it is to go out to platforms like possibly tiktok if it's your thing or or twitter and share clips and share your content um because i i mean i haven't streamed properly for like since september because of personal reasons but i'm just now starting to get back into it but when i was in my prime and i was actually in my prime for anybody listening you know i'm i'm, I'm i might be an oldie and goldie but i did have a prime um and twitch prime uh, <laughs> um, <laughs> wow um, <laughs> um but yeah i uh, i also was sharing content on twitter so this is kind of like my equivalent of tiktok I was sharing content on Twitter. I was sharing all of the clips from these podcast episodes, sharing just general clips in general and trying to give out, um, you know, inspirational um, content and bits of advice for people that might be struggling. And I was getting about, I think I was getting about two or three followers every day um, offline. Um, but obviously that's slowed right down because me and my content levels have just kind of went, but that's a whole different, that's a whole different podcast. We're not here to talk about me. So, um, we're talking about you. So let's just step away from TikTok a little bit. Don't worry. I got to come back to it because I want to talk to you about your future because obviously you're, you're this, dare I say, rising star on TikTok and your streams are growing and your Twitter's growing and everything's growing how do you picture your life in five years from now? Like, what do you want to be doing in five years time with all of this content and this audience that you're building up? So right now, I recently read Crush It uh, by Gary Vee. And great, I have a great very book. futuristic, huh? Great book, by the way, just saying. <laughs> yes, I got the audiobook because I, I don't learn by reading. Great, great, great. And, um, <laughs> and it's like, I would love to, uh, practically, I want to, you know, I'm, I'm trying to have a path in the middle. I don't know if TikTok's going to fail or if TikTok's going to succeed. So my middle ground practical optimism approach is I want to still go to school, have a normal life and be really happy making people laugh with videos. So I imagine myself going, because I don't know anything about the film industry. So what I'm saying uh, right now about the film yeah, industry <laughs> might be my, my naive self because I know nothing. I want to be able to work in five years from now. If TikTok evolves, like, all right, here's my good future. If TikTok evolves really well, then I want to be like, hey, we can make short films. And then, because there are short films on TikTok, by the way, TikTok creators are 
banding together to make quality films and getting immense views from it. So it's very rare, but some creators are already hopping on that. And it's like, we could, I could bring attention to like an indie film company. We work together and we have like, oh, a happy script writer, a happy director. I'm a happy editor. I don't know. Because <laughs> the film industry, <laughs> I've heard you got to start like with whatever position you can get, network, you know, stuff like that. Mm -hmm. So it's hard to know because a quote from Steve Jobs, you can't connect the dot future. The thing you can do is look what you have, look at your path and connect those dots and run forward with that. And then adjust as you, you know, as you develop more self-awareness about yourself and stuff. But yeah, my good future of TikTok is doing well that I can imagine is happy indie filmmaking team that is killing it on TikTok with like an evolve from streamer comedy to more open comedy. But I don't want to miss, I like, I don't want to leave out my streamer like side of myself. So I'll have little Easter eggs like, oh, this person's holding a dumpling tribe cup or like, oh, this, that person was wearing Yam Fam merch. I want to have like little Easter <laughs> eggs about my origins of how I, I like, it's a fun vision. I can't wait to do something like that or like, <laughs> You know what I mean? Like little Twitch yeah, culture yeah, yeah. things in the like films. And then people who who like are loyal enough to stay with my journey, like, oh, Snow Stop, you're like, this is a beautiful script, you know, like a beautiful script. Mm -hmm. And, you know, we I have to work as a team with whoever I end up with. So it's a crazy future. I'm excited. And I, I, you know, wish you all the best for that future. Um, it's it's crazy. To, so. Am I right in thinking that your purpose of everything you're doing right now is to just try and help you build a personal brand and then you can take that personal brand in whatever di direction you want to, um, that direction being creating films and hopefully posting them on TikTok and working with, you know, indie, um, indie production companies and things? Yeah, like, because it's like... From so far with film club and my exposure, they're just trying to get experience. But what if I'm a guy who can have have them get their names out there with me? Like, hey, if at the end of this TikTok, we'll put your names and like this was edited by this person. We I bring the attention to these people and we get out there. Movies are advertising their TikToks or they're they're putting movie trailers when you open TikTok. I, I noticed that. I don't know why there's a horror movie right now. When you open it right now, there's a this TikTok thing is absolutely huge. And it's like, the future is really fun and bright, but we have to see how, you know, the mm -hmm. the organizers, the leaders handle this and how they want to take TikTok. You know, it's out of our control. So talk me through the process of how you make your TikToks then. Because obviously I, as somebody that can operate a camera, you know, I have, I have my, well, it's my vlogging and my photography camera right there. Obviously, I think that's going to be a bit bulky for a bit, a bit too bulky and, you know, thingy for TikTok. But why don't you talk us through the process of how you make your TikTok? So just pretend that I'm somebody that, you know, I've got my mobile phone and I've rocked up to your house. Well, maybe not your house because that'd be kind of weird. But I've rocked up and you're stood there and I'm like, right, senpai, teach me how to tick the talk. <laughs> okay so i actually had this talk with a twitch streamer i met i was like hey he's an irl streamer and he could have t opportunity because it's very personal like so if you're getting on started on tiktok on uh 2019 or not 20 january 2020 this is when this was recorded on my advice now 
Okay, so you go and look at the discovery page. Every morning it changes on what's discoverable and you pick like, oh, this was a shopping trend. Nah, I don't, I'm not interested in this. Oh, this one was like, um, let's pretend we're anime characters. And I was like, okay, what am I gonna do with that? I just look at what people are doing. I was like, what if instead of anime characters, I, I pose as Twitch streamers and I, I kept it within my niche. I put a twist to the idea and it worked super well. Put a twist to what's already popular because people are not going to attack you for copying. If you put a unique twist, they're going to be like, oh, you're clever. Bravo. You're clever. We're following you. We're liking this TikTok. We love you for putting a twist on comedy. That I'm talking as a comedy person. You'd have to talk to someone else mm -hmm. if you're a fashion TikToker, gym chick TikTok. Like I can only speak for the like people who would love to make comedy and people actually see it um it's like you have to first decide on which ideas are most discoverable okay this um camila i don't know camila song is being promoted and sponsored so let me use this song on my skit and boom it just went viral because <laughs> that's that <laughs> this is a real story of how it happened for me and it's it's just how it is and then some sometimes people will edit the music and then, and then that's trending. Like some people will be punching the camera and you just take a twist and like, who are you punching in the video? <laughs> like you just take it and how, put your own twist, put your own unique twist. Like there's some, there's medical doctors being like, oh, here's a funny way of doing this. There's teachers being like taking it and putting it to school. There, it's all different niches are opening up. Some niches are too mature for TikTok right now. Like let's say Ashney Christ, um, with stream coaching, if she tried to do it, uh, they would attack her. <laughs> They'd be like, no, <laughs> they probably would not be mature enough to understand like stream coaching. Like it's, you have to wait. Cause I'm following right now, motivational people. They have like two likes, but I love motivational content, but kids don't look, don't open an app and be like, I want to be motivated today. <laughs> you See, know? So yeah. So sorry, sorry to interject, but um, you made a good you made a good point there that I wanted to discuss with you about um, you know about certain topics being too mature, and I, I'm I'm going to mention him right. We've mentioned him a lot already, but I, I I can I think I can safely say he is an inspiration for both of us. But Gary V, um, I would say is a very mature creator. He's he's not somebody that. Like, I mean, it might just be me speaking, but I can't see myself at like 13, 12, um, you know, enjoying Gary V's content. But on the flip side of that, he's posting a lot of content about flipping items, you know, going to garage sales and buying things. And I didn't know how important this was on TikTok until... My fiance, now it's a funny story actually, and I'll tell you this. And you, I'll give you the rights to this story if you want to use it for any TikTok. All I ask is for a little bit, fifty percent. Um, <laughs> but <laughs> okay, this, this is a genuinely true story that I'm about to tell you. So, Ashley, my fiance, went to get her hair done uh, the day before her birthday at a hairdresser's because normally I'm the one that you know dyes it for her and things. It just saves money here and there. Um, but she thought she would treat herself, go and get her hair done. And she was talking to the hairdresser and the hairdresser said, oh, well, my kids um, are buying games on eBay and Amazon and then they're taking them to a shop. Now, I, I will put a warning out there. 
I don't know why they named it this, but there's a shop in the UK called Sex. I'm not sure if it's in uh, the USA, and it's spelled C E X, um, and it's pronounced Sex. Um, but we just sort of say C E X because you know everybody just giggles and gets all squeamish when they say it out loud when you're downtown. Um, but they are literally buying games on ebay and going to car boot sales and buying games and things because obviously in the uk we don't have um we don't have yard sales like they do in america nobody really sells things on their driveway in the uk we have things called car boot sales where everybody comes together and does it and kids are buying games and items from car boot sales and selling them to these shops to make money and this could be attributed to anything, but the biggest contrib contributing factor that I could find was that Gary V is often blowing up on TikTok on the For You page and with a target audience of like, you know, nine to 14 year olds, so like predominantly, that's like the biggest factor that I could find. So to me, obviously it seems like Gary V has had an influence and is influencing the younger generation to go out there and make money. Now, obviously this kid is not every kid in the world, but it's weird to me that you'd sort of say that Ashley Christ, for example, would be too mature for the platform, whereas Gary V isn't. So what's the difference there? I mean, I know that was a very long winded question, <laughs> but what's the difference between Gary V and say somebody like Ashley Christ posting stream advice? Well, it's cool to hate on school, and that's the comedy on TikTok. So if you try to educate on streaming, those they're they're like, no, you just play video games. Like they they won't understand that there's strategy and stuff. So like specifically, if she made it to TikTok, the only way it would work if Ashley bought a comedy editor and like really edit her, like kind of what Gary's doing. He's putting he's doing really funny and great. Some videos are golden where it's comedy but he's sassy or he's really angry or he's he still has variety content and it's it's interesting um you just you can adjust it to because you can make it contextual to the platform like oh gary posts motivational pictures and igtv on instagram and tweets are very simple and to the point and gets they people love them it's as long as it's contextual it could work i mean like i'm seeing there's i was recently analyzed a motivational creator they just made it to my for you page i've never seen a motivational tiktok on the for you page and uh he he had low views on every other tiktok but he made it with one idea and um now more he might be following and more kids will be like i like motivation <laughs> you know <laughs> so well, it just it evolves and um it, it just takes time and how people join the app because there's adults joining too but it's very slow because of the judgment the judgment is what's blocking people and it takes a long time like for me as a streamer comedy person i'll cap out on my comedy because streamers absolutely hate on tiktok but now that they're being bought to advertise on tiktok like pokimane just got did a tiktok to promote fortnite dancing and i and as soon as that happened two of my TikToks blew up because that's my niche coming over to the app, which is what <laughs> I didn't see that coming. I'm just enjoying my content and things are happening. It's fun. Yeah. Uh, so, I mean, obviously that's like, I'm, I'm trying to think about how somebody could adapt TikTok for like, say somebody like Ashley Christ could adapt TikTok, but would you, 
maybe it might be a case of just somebody just forging a way through it. Like they might get a lot of um you know, might get a lot of negativity and people might not understand it, but maybe the more they push it because remember Ashley Christ was sort of the face of stream coaching on Twitter. Everybody on Twitter, nobody had heard of stream coaching, then all of a sudden Ashley Christ blew up and became this sort of face of coaching. And all of the streamers that, you know, made it four years ago were sort of tweeting about it and saying, um, you shouldn't need a coach to be a streamer, blah, 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 blah. But, I mean, look look at her now. She's such a respected... Um, yeah, a lot of people sometimes still give her, give coaches and things a bad rap, but generally speaking, she's quite a well-respected person within the, the sort of Twitter universe, anyway, the streaming community. So maybe it's just a, a case of somebody doing the exact same thing on, on TikTok, you know, just taking the trends, adding your own spin on them, but using the message of what you're trying to get across being um, about coaching and about business. Because uh, it, the, the funny thing is, is that stream coaching and business... Are the, are the exact same thing. The, the The whole point of stream coaching isn't for people to sit there and be like, this is how you should stream. It's stream coaching is taking a step back and saying, right, you're just streaming a game right now, but you don't even know who your target audience is. You don't know what your core purpose is, the value that you're trying to deliver. You Like one stream, you're talking about how to play Fortnite, and then in the next stream, you're just you're trying to be funny on, say, I don't know, Gears of War, for example, like you mentioned earlier. Yeah. So, co co so coaching isn't about saying, oh, this is how you stream. It's about saying, right, think about all of the streams that you've done. Which stream bought you the most happiness? And then that person might say something like, that person might say something along the lines of, oh, well, I loved teaching people how to play Fortnite. Well, then what you need to try and do now, this isn't like saying you need to do this. You need to try this is a better way of saying it. You need to try every stream creating a section where you talk about how to play Fortnite or talk about a certain technique in the game and help people improve on that. And that's how you become the streamer that helps people get better because you talk about game strategy and things like that and i know ninja kind of did something similar anyway i'm, I'm getting off track here I'm, I'm going into the whole stream coach rant so i need to sort of just uh <laughs> just deep breaths just uh just uh take it take a back seat but i mean what what other elements of tiktok have i not really that i don't know about that you really feel that you should talk about because obviously we've talked about the content that you make and we've talked about how you would make the content um i mean we've sort of talked about why i mean your your why is to sort of make people laugh and make people smile by adding you know within the streaming community by taking the trends and putting your own niche spin on them um but i mean in your own words can you try and can you try and tell us like if like I know we've we've kind of asked, I'm I'm trying to think of a better way of asking you if you think it's been worth it for your journey. <laughs> I have been in a hundred ten percent happy with my life. <laughs> that's that's <laughs> like so yes, that is worth it because it's like because imagine put your put yourself in my shoes. Anyone listening to this, imagine you make comedy gaming videos for four and a half years and 
only like you never nothing happened and you just kept going and kept going and you decided all right i need to start learning what to do i don't know what i'm doing and once you admit that you suck at gaming comedy here let's try something else and i was like uh i don't know i've been on twitch for a long time let me let me i don't know how to be relatable my relatable tiktoks didn't do well let me put streaming into it because i saw a kid sitting at his desk doing homework and i was like wait that could be me streaming at my desk and i could put that that was the spawn of the streamer tiktok i was like oh okay <laughs> and i've just been <laughs> super enjoyable with it like um but to talk about like things we haven't mentioned what i really want to push is artists artists and animators absolutely need to be on tiktok because it's uh, like YouTube made it super hard for artists to get out there. But TikTok, if you can be creative within a video format, your art can really get out there. I'm literally seeing art hustlers. I, I just saw today, Martin Luther King Day. This girl is selling, um, what was it? It was little, like, little glass hearts with a couple picture like drawn out. And she was selling it. And she's using TikTok to get attention. She has 900,000 followers. So of course she's going to sell some stuff. Mm. So that's, that's, what's cool. Like people are really hustling and it's really cool to like get to know them as a person outside of TikTok because that's when you follow them, they'll, they'll start doing that. And then, Oh, <gasps> live streaming on TikTok. I'm so glad I remembered this because I truly believe IRL live streamers should give TikTok a try because I have done it too. I did an IRL stream on TikTok, cleanest streaming experience I've ever had. Twitch crashed, was terrible. Um, the Streamlabs <laughs> app, uh, uh, that was yikes. And then I opened TikTok, I was like, let's try it. And that was a great experience. People actually showed up and they're like, wait, you're streaming on TikTok? And it's gonna be, for me, um, it could be a really great ray of like, okay, let me stream on TikTok one hour before my stream. I'm going to try this soon because I saw Harris Heller with the Alpha Gaming YouTube channel. Um, he'll ha he has like over 100,000 subscribers. And like, let's say, I don't know his Twitch follower count. Let's say 30,000 on Twitch. He'll, I notice him and Devin Nash will stream on YouTube and then stream on Twitch right after at the end of the YouTube stream because that's where all their attention is and move it. So I'm going to try that with TikTok. I wish I did it and I could tell you how it how it went. <laughs> but I think that's a that's so clever. I don't think there's anything in like TikTok TOS <laughs> to saying that you can't do that. But I honestly believe IRL live streaming is really fun on TikTok. And uh, being a streamer, I think I you know, I could put a personality and just like have it because right now IRL streaming on TikTok is people sleeping, people sitting there on against a wall and looking at chat. <laughs> It's really weird. <laughs> People sitting there playing for like they're playing Fortnite and not pointing, and they're just like, yeah, uh huh. <laughs> and it's really like really stale streaming. <laughs> I don't know how to put that kindly. Like it's it's very the quality bar is very low for TikTok IRL. Um, no one is doing anyone anything cool, but TikTok's not trying to be a live stream platform as this is being recorded. <laughs> so we're going to see if they try and get into the streaming game because it's really cool. It's really like people make money. They have their own version of bits that you just like, um, you buy coins, I think. I don't remember at the, like off the top of my head. And then people will do an animated thing and it's on the, and it's people like, wow, okay, thanks for that. Um, and TikTok creators are starting to think of streaming strategies 
um, well, the top creators, because you, ha- you need at least a thousand followers to stream on TikTok. So you gotta, they like, you have to have something out there. And it's really smart to stream on TikTok because if you have, like me, if you have multiple videos that are on the For You page, because it's not that just one day it's on the For You page, it's over the course of like a month. So mm-hmm. one of my TikToks right now, it's on the For You page and I made it like a month or two ago. And I'm like, oh, it's still, people are still liking it. And it's like, okay, so what if I'm showing up on all these people's phones and I do an IRL live stream, your profile picture will say live, like what, mm-hmm. and then people are like, and they can click on it and you can get hundreds and hundreds of views. Um, and that's a strategy I still have yet to harness um, because right now I'm going to, as at the time of this recording, I'm transitioning my YouTube channel, no, not my YouTube, my Twitch channel into like, you know, I'm doing comedy. I'm going to try, instead of playing games on the stream, I kind of want to do stand up improv and just chatting right now. That's kind of what I feel is right for my heart and my content Amen. on Amen. Twitch, because <laughs> it's like, I don't want to force myself to play a video game for, you know, be like, oh, I have to play Modern Warfare today. Uh, preach, preach, <laughs> you know, preach it so hard. <laughs> that's because I really do think the, in the next few Twitch cons, the people presenting how they grew are not going to be gamers. Twitch is really expanding outside of gaming. And because that's what the bottom creators are doing. What the bottom creators are doing is always different from the top and recognizing mm-hmm. that. Like you can take inspiration from the top. Like I'm taking inspiration from the sushi dragon. If you're watching the podcast in the video form, you can see my room. I literally removed my bed. So I have a comedy floor. I like to just think of it like that. Just a floor and open space where I can run around my room (laughs) and be stupid. (laughs) Like that's kind of what I want to do. I'd be happy to do that. If you're watching the video, you can see I have like a little Keanu Reeves (laughs) person thing. (laughs) I don't know what I'm doing. I just want to be funny. That's, That's like how I'm evolving as a creator. Um, and I'm going to have really cool sub alerts and I'm not going to spoil anything cause I'm still working on how to incorporate with OBS, but mm-hmm. yeah, TikTok streaming is a thing we have to see if TikTok will invest their time in not right now. They're not, but, uh, it's really interesting how a streamer could take advantage of it. Cause obviously you're a streamer. You already know how to talk to a chat. Don't call out lurkers, talk to yourself. You know, it, it's, it's, it's just, there's so much to say. This app is crazy. Right, I don't have any like physical sound effects, but I've never done this before, but now we're going to enter, um, I want to call it a debate, but don't worry, I'm not going to start ripping you a new butthole. This is not about me finding ways to, to a, like, you know, bring out anything bad, but let's pretend we're playing some like epic music, it's like, dum, 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 boom, and then it's like, the new segment that I'm literally introducing because I just thought of it in my head whilst you were talking. Um, and it's kind of going back a little bit on what you were talking about with the live streams of TikTok and, you know, having their own currency of like coins or whatever. Now, I am going to ask you this question. And then before you answer it, I'm going to present you with a question. I'm going to tell you my views and then I'd like you to give me your views. So the question is because I saw that somebody in the chat um said um somebody in the twitch chat whilst we were doing this said um how much do you make from your tiktok so i'm going to ask you the question do you think tiktok should monetize their platform now before you answer that i want to give you my i want to say quick inside but it'll probably be a little bit long because you know me i ramble on for england so just just bear with me with this but i truly believe that tiktok 
should not monetize their platform and i know that you said they kind of already have i think with like the the coins but i know there was a, a news article about a month ago where it was like teens demand um it was something like um teenage tiktok creators uh, are demanding monetization on the platform and i was talking to my fiance about this and i said the moment they do that that platform is ruined and the reason is because you introduce, and I know the cannabis is a little bit already, but you introduce, I mean, people are already thirsty. I hate to use that word, but people are thirsty to try and get likes and get attention on the platform. You introduce money, then it's kind of like Twitch. People are going to start becoming thirsty for money from people on TikTok. And you're going to have these like 10 year old kids that are going to be trying to do anything they can and obviously their moral compass isn't going to be as developed as say an 18 19 year old plus and they're going to do literally anything they can to try and get coins or currency for their tiktoks just so that they can make money and prove to the parents that they can do it as a job and that's kind of why i was saying that i truly believe that the moment that tiktok monetizes their creators it's gonna destroy the platform i mean how do you feel about that you just changed my perspective telling me that because i'll see tiktok creators <laughs> they're trying too hard to make money and i'm watch. i'm just sitting there analyzing their chat you know trying to get the feel for tiktok streaming and they're like here we need 50 more viewers and i'll do this we need 50 more viewers and i'm like what or someone do this like someone like do a cheer like I'll, i'm gonna translate it to twitch like it's not called cheers but i like someone like let's say someone cheer right now someone cheer right now and i'll i'll print out your picture like what or i'll check out your profile they're kind of doing like low-key like follow mm -hmm. for follow the top creators because it's like kids it's like oh i want to be followed by my favorite creator you know and i'm like oh my god you're doing that like some of the strategies for live streaming like right now as a twitch creator i'm like <laughs> it's kind of it's kind of the morals of some tiktok i'm like <laughs> it's like it's yeah i can completely see what you're saying because yesterday i watched gary v interview a 16 million follower tiktok creator and her her his advice <laughs> his advice to her was um the longer you can stay pure the more people will love you like she can have a jennifer lawrence effect where she is super relatable but yet she's super like funny at the same time um you have to stay pure as long as you can unless you super need it because there are there was a tiktok creator who went homeless because of tiktok because he he, po he was doing a tiktok at his job the truck company hated it they fired him he and his he documented his journey of struggling but being super positive he was like yeah i'm homeless but today here's my story <laughs> and people are like yeah let's get this guy famous and he's starting to be a music producer and he's not homeless anymore absolutely life-changing it's so <laughs> crazy i love the tiktok community like that's where my heart is right now and like when you were asking earlier about the negatives of tiktok i don't really know like I, I I'm just making good content because that's that's how I've always been and that's how I'm gonna stay to be. I just want to make people laugh. Like if you you guys are fighting each other, cool. You do you. I'm gonna keep making content. So I I don't even know where I was going with that. <laughs> and we just got a, a subscriber on Twitch. Thank you, Zach Stoner69, for the uh, 
for the reoccurring sub. Apparently, I do try and disable the alerts for these podcasts, by the way. I know a lot of people have messaged me in the past saying, Mike, the alerts are ruining your podcast. Can you turn them off? Trust me, I have them muted right now, but they still play. So thank you for that, Zach. I appreciate it. Um, <laughs> but yeah, no, anyway, back, back to the topic at hand. Because I really wanted to talk to you because... I know that you're quite a predominant TikTok content creator at the moment, and that's kind of why I wanted to have the discussion with you. I was, I was, I wasn't expecting, but I was hoping for a bit more of a debate. But it seems like <laughs> you're you're a reasonable guy anyway, so I can see you understanding quite a lot of the points that I make. Um, but th- that's why I asked you because obviously you have a majority, um, like a majority of interest in TikTok right now. So I would have imagined that you, in the back of your mind, you're kind of looking at, is there a way that I can maybe not monetize this, but you're probably, you may be thinking about it, like how moving forward, how could I make money from this? Um, or at least, you know, you might not be. But the point is, is that, you know, I I wanted to get your like side of it because I truly believe that like the moment that because see the the reason why i get my mentality from is when you know i don't know if you remember this but when ninja started blowing up he went on the news and Mm -hmm. he was on the news talking about Fortnite and talking about um you know how much he's making and then he told um the news anchor that he made um over half a million in that month and all of a sudden twitch just saw this absolute boom of kids coming on and trying to play Fortnite on stream. And then obviously they do it for like two to three weeks and then realize, oh, I'm not making any money. I can't be bothered with this. I hate streaming. I hate Twitch. It's all terrible. It's all just fake. Blah, blah, blah. And it kind of, what comes from this like optimistic view to try and, you know, gain money turns into this quite toxic environment of this person thinking, well, he obviously did something um, to get there that you know most of us can't do and i feel like tiktok would end up doing the same thing so you've got maybe i don't know say the top tiktoker in the world is making a tiktok and they're sat there you know getting out of their porsche making a tiktok like getting the porsche they might be using the porsche as like i don't know like i'm making this scenario up obviously but my point is like somebody shows off a flashy lifestyle because they're a full-time tiktoker and then all of a sudden because you're making money through the app, all of a sudden you've got these kids that are going to try copying that person and trying to ask for money and trying to scam, effectively scam money off people because they've seen somebody else do it, but they fail to see the business behind it. And that's kind of why um, I'm always reluctant when people talk about monetizing platforms um, like, you know, TikTok. It's kind of like, well, do you want that? Because it can lead to some negative side effects like we've seen on Twitch. Um, the same on YouTube as well. Everybody finds out that people can make a full-time income, like a 50, 60, 100 grand a year um, making YouTube videos. Then all of a sudden, everybody's picking up a camera or recording their Minecraft gameplay. It's kind of the same concept. It's kind of like people getting into it for the wrong reasons. So rather than wanting to make people laugh, it's to basically earn money and then you get burnt out super quickly. Mm-hmm. I run on passion and gratitude. I learned that from Gary Vee and who I, I go, <laughs> I run fast <laughs> with this. And it's like, yeah, at some point I have to be financially stable, <laughs> but mm-hmm. it's just that this, this platform's so young. I'm so young too. Not like, I don't know how to make money <laughs> outside of getting a job. Like I've had a job, like 
I, what do I do? I don't know. I don't know. I don't have a business degree. I don't have any, like, I have a general education degree. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I don't know much about life. I haven't been smacked in the face with like real life stuff yet. I'm still a kid, <laughs> which is like, I have like a really deep kid side of me. And at the same time, a really deep content creation because I really consume a lot about it and I analyze what people are doing and adjust my, you know, but it's like I, the money that's as I've it's so hard to think about. Um, for me, like it, I, it has crossed my mind. Like, like I wish I got a brand deal, but like in my comedy, like, oh, hello, here's this. Mm -hmm. Yeah. <laughs> and like, I don't know. That's like the only way. I don't know what else. How how you make money off content creation? I'm still growing up. I'm still learning. Um, because like the thing about content creation, once you start, once you stop learning how to adjust the journey, then you, you could start becoming vulnerable because you always got to learn and adjust. This, this industry is moving fast. I didn't know I'd end up on being interviewed on podcasts just for making streamer comedy. I didn't know that was going to happen. <laughs> I was just like, oh, okay. <laughs> like, I, I don't know. I, I, I'm, my priority is making myself happy. And it's, if, if it's streaming less to make more people laugh, then I'll do that. Um, mm -hmm. If it's, temporarily taking a break from twitch because i want to go watch movies or have a real life and hit on my crush <laughs> then i'll do that <laughs> like I, the, I, my my happiness is my priority um i've just consumed so much gary v content where it's like like he said you you'd you would rather um it was like the ferrari like I'd rather cry my Ferrari. I don't know, something like that. I, I wish I could pull that quote out of my head, but I'm, <laughs> I don't know. He's Gary Vee has raised me pretty much <laughs> like his content. I'm very like, my mind is all centric on it. Um, and I don't know. It's money is a scary thing. I, I mean, I'll just, I'll work at whatever job I have. I'll, I'll work at whatever job I have to, if I can come home and make comedy videos a happy life to me boom i'm winning but i'm still open to look for opportunity like i sent an email to uh some youtubers i know who are also tiktok creators i'm shooting my shot in an opportunity i don't know i'm i'm, I'm not afraid if i get a no i, I don't know my future <laughs> i'm just trying <laughs> like i don't know it's like I, i'm i'm a very clueless airheaded minded person but that's why I love learning. I'm like, okay, I'll try that. Let me try this. Oh, that failed. Okay, whatever. Just keep going and keep going. It's it's great because you have all of the mindset that I try and preach. And I'll be honest, I don't necessarily have the perfect mindset when it comes to this sort of stuff. But you seem to have the best mindset ever. And I know that you said you get a lot of it from Gary Vee. But I think a lot of it is kind of already naturally ingrained in us. So it's easy to go and listen to Gary Vee who says, you know, go and do this just as long as you're happy. But for some people, people get too passionate about the journey. They get too embroidered in the journey, in the journey where it gets to a point where they lose sight of the happiness. And that's not necessarily a bad thing, but I just love the fact that you're like, you know, I could go out and I could like scrub toilets for a job all day as long as I can come home and make comedy videos. It's kind of like exactly what everybody, no, not everybody should be doing, but everybody should learn from and adapt. And I know you've said things a little bit earlier on about um, 
about educating yourself and looking at things and analyzing things and changing things up and shooting your shots and emailing people that's in that's how this whole podcast got started i uh i messaged um set i used to do like this as a talk show where i'd just have guests on and we'd just talk about it casually with the with the chat and then all of a sudden i had this uh i had this point where i was like right i've had like one or two guests on that you know had like decent viewers and then i was like right i'm gonna i'm gonna punch my shot and i'm gonna ask this um this twitch partner to come on the show and i messaged um seti aka the green dumpling and boom the next week he was on the show we had a great podcast it was such a such a great environment and we had loads of people that were sort of asking questions and we were talking about his personality and how important personality is for partner streamers and things and yeah it was great and that just is my way of sort of just saying that anybody listening to the podcast right now is agreeing with snowstop just go out there shoot your shot and just analyze everything that you're doing and figure out is it working how can i make this work and just trying new things you know like snowstop said during the podcast not all of his tiktoks have been you know super viral or super successful but he's enjoyed the process of making them and i think that's the most important thing i mean i i imagine you'll agree with that <laughs> yeah, I'll, I want to drop the biggest TikTok tip I would give to anyone. The secret to keep going on TikTok is consistent content. I'm literally going to recite Gary Vee word by word. <laughs> like consistent <laughs> content. You have gather all your ideas, analyze the app, learn the, the language of TikTok. Like how, 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 how do people like do things on TikTok? At least five hours, six, seven hours, like just like really consume and just try and learn and look at like you don't have to laugh at it but look at the creators look at these hashtags like and then you get a feel for it and you're like okay maybe you you want to learn first and it's like consistent content is the secret to my happiness because it's like all right here are 10 video ideas let me pick the discoverable ones because twitch's out or not twitch's tiktok's algorithm is like oh use the trending songs use the trending sounds and i was like let me pick these I'm going to, I'm going to, for Twitter, I'm going to make this Twitter comedy. Like, um, this one needs a script. I'm going to do that. I'm just going to do this. Like, and then ba 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 ba, and then go move, move, move. And then record in bulk, record all your TikToks in bulk. And then you have a lot of things to edit. And then they're one minute videos. Like, come on, you can edit that. <laughs> like they're one little, one minute little things. And then you bulk edit. And for Twitter schedule, please schedule them so you don't have to worry and just schedule it and put it on Twitter. But just know that a TikTok and Twitter audience are vastly different. Um, and it, that answer, you know, that will depend on everyone. But like most, for me especially, my Twitter audience is mature streamers. My TikTok audience is young immature kids. <laughs> immature, yes, young, yeah, exactly. I almost forgot that's, thank you. Um, and I have to adjust to like, just make, 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 make. And then after you've done like with a month of making, look at your analytics and be like, okay, that worked. That didn't work. <laughs> that worked. But if it didn't work, that doesn't mean it was a bad idea because it's mm -hmm. like things have to line up sometimes. You are not in control. I mean, right now at the time of this recording for podcast, the podcast, I am completely in control of what goes viral because I know the TikTok algorithm, but it's going to change as this as time goes on and I, I might not understand it anymore and I flop. 
<laughs> like, I don't know. Like, I have to keep changing and I need to evolve to variety video content because there's only so many jokes that like, ha ha, my internet went down <laughs> or ha ha, you know, oh, this user in chat got banned. How funny. You know, there's only so many times I can make that joke. I kind of think I might have to learn from American Dad on how he started with streaming. And now I randomly saw he did an Amazon funny. I don't follow him because I don't want to copy his, his content. So I'm just reciting random things um, from him. And I'm like, maybe I should learn from his journey. If I could get coaching from him, that would be great. <laughs> like, that was like, I don't know. I'm trying to like learn from how he evolved his niche, like, you know, from streamer to general comedy. I'm like, wow, that was brilliant. Um, because you got to admit, like when you suck at a platform, and this is super important. I wish I knew this earlier. I stuck at being a YouTuber, fair and square. Four and a half years of doing YouTube, nothing happened. Okay, I suck at YouTube. Let me try something else. Change, always be willing to change the plan, but you don't have to give up on the goal. Like change your plan, change your plan. You can still have your goal, but you need a different plan. Mm -hmm. um, I, I stopped focusing on YouTube, went on TikTok. Yay, <laughs> things happened. Um, and it's not gonna be that simple because I have, I have failed on Twitch with funny things. I failed and failed and failed and failed and failed. You just gotta keep trying, keep tasting. Mm -hmm. um, if yeah. things are going really bad, take a mental health break, watch movies, whatever makes you happy, music, gym. Oh, I've highly preached the gym. Like for me personally, <laughs> some people meditate, some people do that. You gotta, your happiness is your priority and falling for numbers, letting numbers adjust your happiness is a mistake. Even as me as a TikTok creator, like I could be, okay, so my TikToks are going viral at the time of this recording and it's like I could be the most delusional, egotistical person all of a sudden because I'm all that because I have views. No, I'm not. I'm still, I'm still snowstop because some people, it's, it's such a weird conversation on how some Twitch streamers, they'll get 30 average viewers and be like, time to quit school, time to quit my job. I'm like, oh, wait, <laughs> hold up. <laughs> um, like, and it's just like, you gotta, you have to have real realism. I'm very, this, I, I, I wish they were here. My best friends have like really like slammed realism into my head. And I'm so lucky for that because that like, you know, it's just like, it kept me grounded. I'm trying to stay the same person, even if my content like crazy. I'm still, I still have to stay grounded. Like I still have to write a script for this TikTok. You know, I can't just assume I'm going to get views. I got to keep working and keep learning. Um, like stopping to learn could be a really bad for you, but if you don't like learning, then try and fail, try and fail. I, I like learning personally as a student. I liked being a student, like, and I learned and that's, I've adjusted on that way. Um, and I don't know where to go with this conversation, but <laughs> that was just like, I tried to pull the best of the best um, for, out of my head to help any creator listening. I think you've summed it up absolutely beautifully. I mean, you've nailed, you know, the mindset and you've given us some absolutely fantastic insight into, you know, the world of TikTok, especially as a streamer and, you know, the, the, the sort of upsides and the, the the not so quite downsides but still you know like the discussions about monetizing it and things absolutely brilliant absolutely fantastic and uh there's i mean there's nothing really much else that i really can think would really add to this conversation so what i'm gonna do is i'm gonna say thank you very much for coming on the podcast and i hope you've i hope you've enjoyed it and hopefully you'll be 
able to answer any questions if there is any um for the next 10 to 15 minutes or so but yeah thank you so much for joining us on the podcast before we go though um is there anything that you think we might have missed any advice or last minute advice that you want to give anybody and would you like to go ahead and shout out your social media links yes thank you for that advice thing okay so do not fall in love with your ideas Sometimes you think you have a great idea and it flops. Do not get sad that that video didn't work. That's why I push consistent content. You don't know what's going to work. Viral content is not in your control. So just post, 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 see what works and adjust. Or if you want to change the niche or just like right now at the time of this recording, like TikTok is very personality based. Like if you're a medical doctor, go and be a medical doctor on TikTok and people will love you. Like there's, it's so interesting. And I don't know, I'm really falling in love with it. And I still have yet to experience the downsides. So my perspective on this will change over time. And as the, you know, TikTok changes, we just have to see. But yeah, if you do want to follow my journey, I really do hope I make it a good one to follow as I continue to make positivity louder, just like Gary V does, always pushing positivity, but making sure I, you know, if you have questions about TikTok, definitely DM me. I don't get enough questions. People will message me asking nervously, like, hey, I don't want to waste your time. No, I'm happy because this is TikTok at this time is some is a window that's closing and closing. And well, for me, it is because I want to make comedy on there and it's working. So if you have questions, feel free. I will I will record like a little tutorial for you and do it. I literally did that before this podcast. Someone had three questions. I did a two minute video explaining it i'm i'm very open to answer any questions so i am snowstop tv on all socials that you can find me and twitch is just snowstop um and uh yeah i am trying to evolve to be i guess a comedian in general with variety video content we'll Mm -hmm. see how i adjust um my journey um i'm trying out random twitch streams outside of gaming so it's really nervous it's really nerve-wracking to try out you know stand-up comedy or just improv or just chatting i'm in a really like transitional period of my life because going from like no one like not like very little comments on your youtube videos to too many on tiktok within a couple months it's like oh, oh god <laughs> so i'm trying to adjust to it so yeah i'm honored to actually speak and help anyone i come across and i'm happy to answer any questions in chat um but yeah, that's that's it for me. <laughs> well, thank you so much for coming on Snowstop. I appreciate it. Oh yeah, of course. I'm happy to be here. <laughs>